Hey, 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 fam. Welcome to the Four Comic Junkies podcast. As always, I am your host, JJ Hodges. Oh, man. It has been a while, hasn't it, guys? Well, it's been like 10 days. Um, the initial plan was to wait for the inauguration and kind of go from there and just, you know... Give America, like, a fucking moment to just, just to breathe, right? Because didn't we need that? Didn't we need that moment just to... Okay. We're okay now. It's okay. The nightmare's over. So to speak. Uh, <laughs> but then, you know, I was going to release an episode, uh, which is actually not this episode. Uh, I changed up the order a little bit. Yada, yada. It it's one hundred percent my fault because I converted the files to a wrong thing and it just I don't know computers, right? Like I I can barely podcast. You guys have heard me. Uh ninety-nine percent of the time I'm duh uh and uh <laughs> Yeah, that's me, that's my impression of me. You get it. You know it. Uh <laughs> So anyway, but we are back, and we're finishing up uh, Batman 66 month, um, 55 years of Batman 1966. Adam West, Cesar Romero, Burt Ward, Julie Newmar, all the greats back in the day, right? Well, in this podcast episode... I'm showing you now. I have a young man, Nick Zednick, from the Vigilante 1939 podcast. Uh, a really a bright young guy who just is so passionate about Batman. It just... I... <laughs> and I say this in the episode, you know. I always worry that there's not enough to talk about. It's like, well, if we just talk about what we like, it's going to be so dumb and boring... But, once again, I was wrong. You know, we, we had so much fun talking about Batman and the, the 1966 movie, which is so much fun. If you have the means, I highly recommend checking it out. It's such a fun movie to watch. And comparing it to the 89 Batman, you know, the, the Nolan Batmans, and then the upcoming The Batman you know, and there's similarities there in a weird way, you know, and it's so... It's so interesting and fun to talk about that, and this was a great conversation. And uh, you know, I hope you all, you know, listen and subscribe, write a v- review on uh, the Apple Podcasts. Uh, should you have the uh, the means? If you don't have the means, don't. I guess. Anyway. As always, you can find me, Four Comic Junkies, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, not on Vero because I don't know what that is. Uh, it's going to be a running joke until I figure out what Vero is. Um, also, I don't care what Vero is, so I'm not going to go there. Yeah, I might. Who knows? I was on Tumblr once. <clears throat> anyway, uh... Also, 
4comicjunkies at gmail.com. Should you have any complaints, concerns, uh, compliments, hopefully those, uh, if you want to be a guest, if you have suggestions for an episode, you know, this this show is very freeform, uh, and it will only become that more so as we go on. I have some big ideas to not just talk about comic books and movies and TV, but, you know, talk about life and how we're all superheroes in our own way. And I think uh, this show is a good example of that. All right. Well, here we go. Are you ready for this week's episode? (laughs) Yeah, you are. (laughs) Yeah, you are. It's Nick Zednick. Vigilante 1939 podcast. He plugs it at the end of the show. It's a great show. I highly recommend it. A lot of Italian passion. Italian passion. Or whatever. All right. Let's get into it. All right. Uh, Welcome, Nick Zednick from the Vigilante 1939 podcast. Um, so excited to have you on, you know, um, I only recently became aware of your podcast in the past few months from, uh, mutual friends with, uh, Batman on film. Um, and you know, you guys, uh, you guys got a cool, fun show going over there. <laughs> um, very, uh, very passionate bat fans. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm very, uh, very happy to be here. Uh, thank you so much for having me on. I, I know we've, we've had some interactions on Twitter uh, mm-hmm. lately, and uh, much like what we're going to talk about, it's cool that now we have another thing uh, in common that we can say brought us together. So yeah. I'm excited. Thank you. Oh, yeah, of course. It's it's funny, the the weird, like, not, the, not weird, I guess, but, you know, I, talking, I, I mentioned this, like, every time I have a new guest. It's like, you know, we, in a you know, in where would, where would we meet? You know, when would we have been friends if it hadn't been for the internet, you know? Yep. And then we get to like, be like, Hey, I have a show. You have a show. Like, you know, let's, let's talk. And even if we, even if neither of us didn't have a show, I think we'd still connect that way and be like, Oh, you know, yeah. like, this is cool to talk, talk about. You this like stuff. Batman. I like Batman. <laughs> yeah. And it's, yep. and, and it's, and it's nice to have fans that, because I'll I'll admit that I was very hesitant to get into like fan podcasts for the longest time, because I just had convinced myself they were all just angry nerds screaming about why Star Wars sucks and Spider Man stupid and you know whoever's writing Batman now is an idiot. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Totally. Yep. But uh, and I'm sure there are those out there, but luckily I haven't heard them. I've only heard the people that are really passionate and really excited and i and i hear that with your guys' show you guys just get fired up thank and you. it's so much fun to listen to thank you thank you yeah we're we're, we're used to starting uh some controversy one day a week so we uh we, we look <laughs> forward to it now whereas before we were we, we might have been whacking up the nerves but uh we, yeah. we welcome it so <laughs> that's nice <laughs> um yep. so, so what's what's your secret origin you know your when did as i like to say when did you become a comic junkie Oh man, uh, so uh, I'm sure you might have inferred this from following me for a period of time, but my favorite like DC character uh, of all time, obviously Batman, but uh, Batman Beyond is like my, mm. my first real love 
of like DC comics that I remember. Cause you know, there was a time where I was a, a six year old boy just hanging out in, in a Coles mall. Why Batman beyond was in a Coles mall. I don't, I don't remember or we call, <laughs> but you know, I'll take it. Yeah. And um, I remember I was like the smallest little pint sized kid that you can think of. And I was trying to get his attention because they might've been uh, promoting like Batman beyond return of the Joker, which I guess says how old I am in, yeah. in a sense. But, uh, so, and then they had some kind of Q and a, they were selling t-shirts or whatever. And I'm trying to get the uh, the guy's attention or whatever. I'm so short. Nobody can hear me. Nobody can see me. Right. So my, my very, uh, my very loud, noisy Italian family gets their attention. I answer <laughs> the, the question of the first villain that appeared in the show. I believe it was ink mm-hmm. and, uh, Batman Beyond himself comes off the stage, hands me a T-shirt. I could take a selfie with him. And the moment is iconic for me because even as an adult, I still say that I met Batman that day. So that's kind of like my first real introduction that I can remember uh, as a DC Comics fan. That's awesome. Um, I I have a similar story where, and I've never shared this, where I got to quote unquote meet Batman. It was before Batman Forever came out at uh, at a local grocery store. A guy dressed as Batman, you know, was walking around. He took a picture with me. You know, he signed something for me. He drew a little bat signal on it. Um, that was I, and I was the first one to meet him because we just happened to be standing because he walked around the entire store. Yeah. So my yeah. mom and I just happened to be standing where where he came out. Anyway, it was probably like the manager or like the manager's friend or something. Um, cause I remember saying to him, um, I'm so glad you're wearing the new costume from the new movie. I'm glad you're not wearing one of the old costumes. And I guess yeah. in my, like, I knew he was an actor. I knew he wasn't really Batman, obviously, sure. but it, like in my head, it was like, there was some confirmation that whoever was doing this was taking it seriously, at least, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like Ronald McDonald, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. In yeah. a way, sure. Yeah, uh-huh. like if he had green hair, it wouldn't be the same. He'd be like, "No, right. you're not Ronald McDonald." But, yep, absolutely. Um, but uh, so today we're talking the Batman '66 movie, um, or as it's widely known as Batman the movie. So, which I make I make that distinction because you can't you can't say like the first Tim Burton movie, Batman '89. That's not Batman the movie. You know, yeah, it's just Batman. That's, that's yeah. Batman. This was Batman the yep. movie. It's literally called Batman the movie. Um, and what a and it's basically just like an hour and a half episode <laughs> of the old TV show. Um, although there is a, a little bit more, um, shall we say, complexity to the plot. Not not a lot, but a little. Um, if that makes any sense. <laughs> Sure, absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm totally, I'm totally with you. And this is um, so I'm so glad that we're talking about this because I don't think I've ever really talked. This is kind of really cool for me because I remember growing up, uh, watching the uh the Lee ones on stage because obviously I wasn't uh born during when the show was airing. So yeah. <laughs> um, I remember watching this TV station called TV Land. Yep. I think it was channel 74 or 75. And uh, my dad and I would just watch the reruns. And, I, and you know, even like as a kid and even kind of as an adult. So, like, I get it more now, but I never got it like back then. Like, why this show is as iconic as it is. 
Mm-hmm. But then like the more you kind of watch it and the more you accept it, you kind of, you kind of start to understand like why people adore Adam West so much, why people adore Burt Ward so much, you know, yep. Frank Gorshin, Cesar Romero, Burgess Meredith. I mean, it truly was a product of its time, right? I mean, it's like yep. there was times where it's like reading a golden age comic book. I mean, it's mm-hmm. so colorful. It's camping. And, you know, I've read so many comic books. I've seen so many movies where it's like my imagination can be like, expanded upon to the point where it's like batman to me is like eating ice cream where it's like you can have your favorite flavor of ice cream and you're not wrong if you like this flavor or that flavor mm-hmm. so that's kind of like where where my mindset is it's kind of a backdoor as we get a little deeper in to uh batman 66 that's a good way to put it um like uh it, and it's interesting where the you know the movie had a bigger budget so they could do more stuff with it um, but they still had the, the heart of the show there. And it's it's interesting watching it because I think for a long time, fans would watch it and think it was making fun of Batman, but it actually isn't, you know, when yeah. you when you really watch it, it's it's not making fun of Batman. It's just putting Batman in a comedic light um, yep. because there's times where the show took itself very seriously. Um, there, you know, it only happens a couple times, but he does mention, you know, that when his parents were murdered and everything, um so it's like okay so they have the backstory there they're just not afraid to sort of shed shed a light on maybe the ridiculousness of it but again not in a in a haha what you love is stupid kind of a way yeah, very sure. much in a in a reverence kind of way and the first movie um really highlighted a lot of that you know with you know the the bat copter and the bat boat and and these are iconic things that are so it's so cool to see all the gadgets you know that they were able to do in the movie that they couldn't do on the show yeah uh, one of my favorites being the uh when he jumps on the bat pole and it can go up <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> you know they they never showed before and they said oh we could do it now because the movie had a bigger budget and mm-hmm. and i just thought that was one of the, the and i think that was something that fans probably were asking watching the first season of the show going well can it go up you know, I mean, yep. yeah, <laughs> and of course it could. Mm-hmm. Um, but this movie, what what uh, what's a little bit different is uh, Catwoman is a different actor. Is uh, Lee Merriweather instead of uh, Julie Newmar, and uh, because and I've talked about this before, but because I was more familiar with the um, uh, the movie than the show growing up, because I didn't get to see a lot of the show, unfortunately. Uh, so for me, like Lee Merriweather was my Catwoman for the longest time, <laughs> and uh, what a what a Catwoman indeed. <laughs> so seeing Bruce Wayne so heartbroken at the end of the movie, I agree absolutely. I I, I was right there with him. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so what are your uh, earliest memories watching um, watching the watching? The movie? <laughs> Uh, I just think it's cool too, right? I mean, like yeah. it's it's campy, it's colorful, it's uh, it's Batman and Robin, which is always like my my favorite thing. It's not just Batman. I just love Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's embracing like the time period that it's in, just setting Batman in there. Because I'm part of like that camp where you can set Batman in almost any time period, and he almost works. You yep. just have to know the time period that you're setting him in, yep. essentially. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, there, there's kind of some eye cringy, like, 
things in a movie where it's like he's fighting a shark and he's, 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 <laughs> he just happens to have some bat like repellent or whatever you know yeah. i mean but there's also really cool elements in there like i always dig the batmobile like mm. i just love that yeah. i love the bat pole i love the bat phone i love the interactions with gordon and commissioner i argue that they're, they're just really colorful and like comedic and way over the top but that's what the 60s were everything was over oh, the yeah. top and i would argue with mcu's wandavision right now we're really starting to get that sitcom feel where yeah i i just i eat it up man you know <laughs> oh uh 100 uh, percent. and uh you know staying on the wandavision kick for a second um you know it's like i grew up on like tv land nick at night stuff so those first yeah. couple episodes were just so like like oh this is bewitched i loved bewitched when i was a kid you know yeah. um mm-hmm. i loved watching those reruns and it, and it brought brought back memories of you know watching it with my mom um yeah. and you know and, and same with uh, the adam west batman you know she she loved that so i remember watching the movie with her as a kid and um and i think every now and then she'd be like oh adam west and i'd be like oh, mom it's gross <laughs> um <laughs> But nowadays, I'm just like, you know what? I get it. He's a good-looking dude, <laughs> you know, or he was at the uh, at the time. Um, yep. <laughs> that uh, and it's it's so much fun to, you know, as much fun I think as it is for us as fans when the heroes team up, right? When we get to see, you know, Batman, and when we get to see the Justice League or sure. you know the Avengers, it's it's just as much fun when the villains team up, you know. Um, and this this movie had like the, the lineup of, uh, you know, the Joker, the Penguin, Riddler, and Catwoman. It's just like, oh, yeah, like that's, those are the four big ones. Um, so getting to see them team up and fight against Batman, you know, as a kid, we were sort of taking it seriously. Like, how's he going to beat them all? He can't beat them all. Like, they're all going to, you know, what's going to happen? You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm I'm totally with you. I mean, like, come on, Batman fighting the Joker, Riddler, Penguin, Catwoman. I mean, that's like what dreams are made of, right? Yep. That's what every Batman fan like wishes they 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 can see on live screen. I mean, like we we read that in a comic book sometimes. If we if we got lucky, we saw it in the animated series. But mm-hmm. I give the movie like as silly as the plot maybe. I give them all the credit in the world for pulling that off um i i do wish that they might have kind of stuck in some villains that like weren't in the actual tv show yeah. uh but that's like a, i mean and then again you know it's we've been talking about it already it's like this movie and this show is so beloved that they even continued it on and we got two great animated films that had two-face i think right which was yep. a villain that, that never even appeared in the show so i mean I, I just love it, you know, and I love the way they look. I mean, I love Frank Gorshin's Riddler. I mean, the Riddler is my favorite Batman villain of all time. So, I mean, yeah. I thought, I just thought, I think it was great. I mean, what more do you want the, to, than to have your villains kidnapping these world leaders in the world and trying to take over the world? I mean, it's such a 60s plot line, but, yeah. you know, but you love it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I love, uh, like, the, the villain team-ups anyway, and it's it's sort of the the trend nowadays is that the villains team up and then they one of them betrays the other or they you know they can't quite work with each other because they all have trust issues and everything um but it's sort of interesting where it's like well not these guys these guys seem to actually be friends yep. 
you know, so they don't mind teaming up, you know, and they all get the fame and glory, right? As opposed to, you know, it's like, well, like Lex Luthor is going to end up betraying the Joker later, yep. or the Joker is going to betray, you know, the rest of the Injustice League. Um, uh, it's so it's interesting to see them all just good point. They're they're all like weirdly friends, <laughs> um, just like Batman and Robin are obviously our best friends. Um, so it's so it's interesting to see that kind of dynamic and even the yep the very you know pun intended chummy relationship with Batman and Robin um, where they're very much a team. Um, yep. That's it's it's sort of refreshing mm-hmm. to see and and again watching it as kids you know we sort of just accept it for what it is um although one thing i have to note when i was a kid i never quite understood was like the joker and penguin wear like domino masks when they break into the <laughs> like the you know the the building to arrest the world the world leaders i'm like yep. or to capture the world leaders i'm like yeah but like why like you know it's like you wearing a domino mask you still know it's the joker <laughs> you still know it's the penguin they know you. They know you're a villain. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you're clearly the bad guy. No, I, I'm. I'm totally with you. you know. Yeah. I got yeah. it. You know, it's just one of those like like '60s things where it's just it's over the top, and you kind of just have to go with it, right? I mean, it's like think of it like Batman '89, where the Joker's just pulling out this really long like pistol just yeah. out of his pants. You know, it's just something that you roll with it. But uh, I'm totally with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um. And I, you know, so the so a couple of things that the movie does differently from the show that, you know, I found out later were stipulations from the actors. Like Frank Gorshin asked them to make a different Riddler costume. Um, so they made like the jacket and everything, uh, which is a good look on him. You know, I thought yeah. like, he's like, that, that's cool. Like, I want to cosplay as that Riddler, you know, um, yeah. looks less ridiculous than the, <laughs> than the, uh, the jumpsuit. Um, <laughs> and oh, then, God. <laughs> and, and Adam West asked for uh, more scenes as Bruce Wayne, which obviously he got. And and I like yeah. that that Bruce Wayne had his had a little subplot there, you know, where he got to fall in love with uh, with Kitka, you know, um, yeah. which is always you know in, in this movie as well as Batman Returns. I, I don't know how you fit into this quote unquote fandom, but sure. it always solidified my thought process that. Now, Batman and Catwoman, that's the end game, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's sort of a tragic end game, that's yeah. that I think, you know, and in this movie, it's like one of my favorite parts, uh, especially rewatching it was, um, you know, towards the end when her mask falls off and he sees that Catwoman is Kitka, like, mm-hmm. you know, Adam West has a really great moment where he looks genuinely heartbroken and Burt Ward's like, I'm batman I'm, I'm sorry and he's just like it's all right old chum you know and it's just like and it's kind of glossed over a little bit but it's sort of repeated in a in a more serious way in um mm-hmm. in batman returns yeah you know and they kind of realize who each other is and bruce tries to talk her down like hey it's it's cool let's let's just take him to the police then you and i can go home and um so like i said for me and, and the animated series did it as well it's like uh, yeah. Batman and Catwoman. That's the end game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm totally with you. I'm so glad you brought that up too, because that's kind of like a, an interesting subplot that now we kind of see get exploited maybe more oftentimes than we like, right? Where it's Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne kind of has his love interest, and we kind of go through that cycle of 
well, we know he's not going to win, right? Because he's Bruce Wayne, because he's Batman, and Batman can never fall in love, right? Because right. the heroes can't ever get their happy ending. So <laughs> I, I really actually kind of dig that because it is one of those things where, you know, Bruce is so alone. So it's like whenever they explore the idea of, well, can he, like, uh, fall in love and still be the Cape Crusader? I mean, can he do it with Catwoman, too? I mean, I'm kind of with you, too, where it's like I think Catwoman is the end game. Mm-hmm. All in all, but I do kind of appreciate because I do think each love interest that we've seen kind of has brought something different to the Bruce Wayne mythos, yeah, in a way. But nobody brings the love, the love dynamic than than Catwoman does. So I'm with yeah. you on that one. Well, it's it's interesting. We're in the show. She's she's very much a villain. You know, she's you know she's definitely one of the bad guys. She's always stealing stuff, and because like in the in the animated series, um. You know, she's she's a little bit Robin Hoodish, you know, where she'll steal, yeah. but then you know, give mm-hmm. to charity, um, keep some for herself, obviously. But uh, for the most yep. part, she's you know doing, trying to do good, um, and so it's like the, but like in the show and in the movie, no, no, she's she's the bad guy, like, um, yeah. But but there is kind of a, a, but in the show did it really well, where there's always the flirtation and the the twinge of. Well, maybe I'll stop doing what I'm doing for you, Batman. Um, mm. And you know, and they kept that going in the animated movies that you know you you brought up earlier um, that they still kind of flirt a little bit. Um, it's why, like, and, and I don't know how you uh, how you think of the show or think of the movie, uh, like with the the Dark Knight Rises, um, mm. when people kind of get on that movie, you know, and how it how it ended. I I'm always a little bit like, yeah, but don't we want Batman to have a happy ending once in a while? So right. I can, I can dig it, you know, mm-hmm. like would Batman actually quit? No, of course not. Um, but you know, I think, I think in that situation, the way that story was told, I was like, I'm fine with it. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. it's the ending that they gave. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm fine with it. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm with you. You know, like kind of like what we've said already is it was a take, right? So, I mean, yeah. I can probably assure that at some point, some director or animator is going to come in and give Bruce that happy ending that is uh, clear, cut, and dry, where it's not like Nolan, where he kind of leaves it open to interpretation and it's totally up to you whether or not Bruce lives happily ever after. Mm-hmm. with selena i do think we're eventually we're gonna get it i mean they're kind of already doing in, in in comics right now so i think it's just a matter of time but i like that you brought up the adam west too because that is a good point too when you think about it he's really more batman than he is bruce wayne yeah and nobody really thought like man this adam west guy he's a good actor right it's just <laughs> he's batman so yeah. like i kind of like that he got to show a little different side of him because you know these 60 sitcoms, they're so warm, right? And you want yeah. to be able to, to relate to these characters. And kind of like my earlier point is, I never got why people love Adam West so much. But it's like now <laughs> now I get it, right? It's like now you get it. The more you get older, the more you can appreciate it. And I can maybe understand where maybe Batman the movie and even Batman 66's show might be a little hard for like a younger kid to kind of get into because it's not – it's not like Batman Forever where it kind of is, it, even though it's campy, it's a little more serious. But mm-hmm. I think this one, you know, I think it's, I'm in the, I'm in the camp where it's okay to make Batman fun. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be so dark and gritty. I mean, you got comics, you got the animated series, you know, we can have kind of this Batman 66, 
something in its own little bubble where, you know, so I love it. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree because it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, I, I don't know. There were people, and I was part of this group for a long time that, that was just bashing on Teen Titans Go. And, you know, just like, oh, it's so stupid, so stupid. And then I, I finally actually watched it. Um, I used to work at a, uh, at a facility uh, in a group home with, uh, you know, mentally handicapped adults. And so I, I came in one morning and they were playing that, you know, while for the clients while they were making breakfast. And I was like, oh, you guys are playing this show, really? And, and <laughs> my comic book brain was very much like, that's not Robin and Cyborg, blah, 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 you know, just just yep. stupid and then and then i actually like watched it a little bit and i was like this is ridiculous and i was like and that's the point isn't it it's supposed yep. to be funny it's supposed to be wacky you know like it's obviously this isn't like you know robin versus slade and <laughs> um right. you know and and then there's the the arc with um uh brother blood i think where yep where cyborg goes undercover it's been a long time since i watched that show yeah yep and uh, but yeah, I was just like, well, yeah. So this is totally different, and that's fine. And I was like, and I was just like, kind of like smacking my head, going, dude, you gotta chill. Like this, this was made. This obviously wasn't made for you. This was made for, you know, little kids and everything. And, you know, and, and my clients, yeah. you know, they're all like I said, they're mentally handicapped. So they're at the time, at least when I worked there, you know, so they're mentally about three or four or five. So they, mm -hmm. you know, so they liked it a lot. Um, so it's kind of fun to sit and watch it with them. Um, so then I, I kind of got over myself and it's the same thing with the 66 show. Like, like, dude, like it's, it's fine. You know, it's, it's supposed, it's not supposed to be like the, it's not like Adam West was walking around going, why is everybody laughing at my Batman? Like he knew what it was, you know, they all knew what it was. Um, and they were fine with it because they knew they were telling a fun show that kids could in, get into and they, and the adults would laugh at and it really isn't until us we're so in, mm -hmm. we have an embarrassment of riches when it comes to Batman, right? <laughs> um, so I think us. Uh, how old are oh, you? Yeah. If you don't mind me asking. Okay. I'm 25. 25. Okay. So I was I'm on the cusp of like the the uh, like the 90s one. So I grew up with like Kilmer, a little bit of mm -hmm. Keaton, but my Batman through and through is Christian Bale. Of course, it's the one that I have like. I've mainly appreciated all the iterations yeah. of Batman. And I do have to plug something if you don't mind, because if everybody listened to your last episode, uh, we, we talked about the, the Green Hornet, right? Batman yep. 66 and the Green Hornet with, with Garrett, which was just a great episode. Oh, I think you. you or Garrett mentioned that um, when in regards to 66, like Batman 66 or anything, mm -hmm. they should really make these movies and these TV shows where it's like a little kid can enjoy and the adult could kind of just hang around and get something out of it too. Yeah. That's what I think Batman the movie is, but flipped. So it's more like the adult can kind of have some fun with it and the little kid can just watch it and kind of also take yeah. some time, take something away from it too, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh I, I appreciate that. Thank you. That was that was a lot of fun where uh, you know, just reaching out to him and just being like, you know, and I always feel like it's it's a big ask like hey would you mind reading this comic and he's like well i've already read it but i'll reread it and we can talk about it sure. and it's like it's not like i'm asking somebody to do something out of the ordinary right like right. it's like oh hey you're a batman fan would you mind reading a batman comic and we can talk about it <laughs> like i i just i i feel like i'm always asking too much of people but that's nah. my anxiety speaking and uh sure 
and that's just because I need to work on myself a little bit, <laughs> but, but seriously, um, mm-hmm. the, it, it, you know, I think that the, um, those early, those nineties Batman movies are, are really good in, in that sense that they have, um, there, it is, especially the Keaton ones, it, it is dark, but there is an element of fun to it. Like, you know, I, I, you know, um, anytime the, I see a gif of like, you know, Michael Keaton coming down as Batman, I yep. hear the music, uh, you yep. know, I don't. <laughs> um, and same with, uh, there's the gif of Batman and Robin running uh, from the bat signal. Yep. And it's like, mm-hmm. I can hear the Elliot Goldendahl score, right? Yeah. You know? Um, mm-hmm. And it's the same in, you know, in Batman or, you know, Batman the movie has the same thing, you know, the no, 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 you know, it's just, it's that stuff, it, it yep. is. And it's so much fun. Like, and, and people know that. Like this, uh, I went to my friend's house uh, ye- uh, like a year and a half ago and we watched, because we were going to talk about the Batman, uh, Batman the Animated Series. So, you know, I brought the Blu-rays over, I put them on his kitchen table and his stepdaughter looked at it and she was like, you guys are going to watch Batman? And she must have been like 10 or 11 at the time. Um, <laughs> and and we were like, yeah, we're going to watch Batman. She was like, and she was like, no, 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 Batman. And I was just like, how the fuck do you know that? <laughs> like, that was way before your time. That was way before yep. my time. <laughs> and, you know, we just like, I just laughed. Like it's something about this show is just, it, and that movie, you know, it, it just, it transcends pop culture in a weird way. You know, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Oh no, absolutely. I mean, it's almost like, like what, Batman theme is most synonymous with you, right? It's all of them because at one point, it's like yeah. when you think of Batman. I mean, sometimes you'll hum the animated series, sometimes it's '66, mm-hmm. sometimes it's it's you know the Keaton score. I mean, so it's like they're all like just great for their time. I mean, there's just no like right or wrong answer, and that's where I'm like challenging people like more so now because even with the Batman that we're getting, hopefully it's next year. Uh, we'll see. Um, Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. I'm just appreciating like all these like different takes that we're getting now where it's like Batman doesn't, you know, Adam West doesn't have to be the Pattinson Batman. Pattinson doesn't have to be the Adam West Batman. So it kind of just harks back to, you just got to know that the time that it was in and you got to just be able to have some fun with it. Like have some fun with it, right? Like Batman's a comic book character. Like I never really understood why everybody has to get so bent over backwards with the, oh, it's a zing and it's a pow and, you know, he's calling Robin old chum and I'm like, just have some fun with it, man, you know? I yeah. mean, I would even argue that even the dynamic, like, dynamic duo, I guess, um, <laughs> of Batman and Robin is still one of my most definitive takes because yeah. I just love the chemistry with Adam West and Burt Ward and they're doing Batman and Robin things. I mean, mm-hmm. them riding in the Batmobile and sure, Robin's lines can be a little too corny, but, you know, yeah, uh, I love the dynamic duo, and I mean, again, like the costumes just look great. I mean, yeah, it was. It's like it's like watching a comic book just be put on on the the small screen. I I totally agree, and it's it's funny you talking about like the the this Batman doesn't have to be that Batman and everything. I saw mm-hmm. a video on YouTube like years ago of somebody that put the Danny Elfman Batman score on one of the Christian Bale movies. Um, like one of the, when they're you know doing the Batmobile chase, I think in Batman Begins, mm-hmm. and I wasn't the only one who said this, but so many comments were like, "Dude, this is wrong. That's not right. Like, yeah. it's, that music doesn't <laughs> that music doesn't work. That's not the right thing." And I was just like, 
you know, one of those, like, one of these things is not like the other kind of picture. Yeah, it's like, it's like putting it's like putting the John Williams scene probably with Henry Cavill Superman, right? I mean, no. it's, I mean, could you do it? Sure. I mean, but, you know, it's not that Superman, you know? It's like the Adam West theme is the Adam West theme, you know? I mean, yeah. you, I mean, you can make those comparisons. You're not wrong to want to be able to, like, hum the animated series theme to Keaton's Batman. I mean, that's your right as a Batman fan. Yeah. So, I mean... Again, I just, I don't, like, I don't understand, like, all the bending over backwards, you know? I mean, yeah. the show is, like I said already, it's a product of its time. Yeah. It's 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 funny where um, some some friends of ours, and I've talked about this before on the show, some friends of ours, about 10 years younger than than my, my best friend and I, I think it was, it was after Suicide Squad came out, mm-hmm. and they were talking about the, at, they were talking about the Michael Keaton Batman, and they were like, oh, you know, just, that show's just so cute. That, that movie was so campy and we were like uh wow now i feel like a thousand years old that you're calling it that and then we kind of had to go i guess like if you didn't grow up with it, it it can seem that way um and but i was still a little bit like yeah but also fuck those guys because <laughs> yeah. um but uh but it was just it was funny to hear that where it's like oh okay so this is they being 10 years younger interpreted those movies a whole different way. Um, And, and, and like, and same with like, but like, I think my Batman and probably yours as well was the animated series. That's what we were growing up with. Um, Like I'm a little bit older than you, um, but Mm -hmm. you know, I I still watch that show and have fond memories of it. Just like I know people who watch the, uh, you know, who watch the old, the Adam West Batman, they, yeah. they still are like getting excited about it and talking about it. Um, and, and I love that, you know, like everybody, everybody has their version of Batman. Um, mm. But it's also like, and I love the way you're putting it where it's like, yeah, but like, it's, it's cool that like, okay, so like my Batman most likely is Kevin Conroy, maybe a little sure. bit of Michael Keaton there. Um, mm. Yours is Christian Bale, but it's also like, but you can also look at the wider range of things and go, but I'm not just going to watch the Dark Knight movies and go, nope, that's it. No other Batman, you yep. know, um, you know, it, it, there's room, there's room for all of it. And I think, especially, you know, like, uh, you know, wanting to, you know, I, I want more kids to see it, you know, so I wish they'd put that on HBO Max or something or Netflix or something. And yeah. uh, because it's, you know, it's like, it just, it's good very you know because i think it's good for kids to grow up with that kind of these are the bad guys these are the good guys you know and and there's so much like civil unrest these days with like the police and everything and it's totally understandable you know given the news um Mm -hmm. but i also want to um but also think that kids they it's it's important for them to grow up this is right and this is wrong and as they get older they can kind of make the distinctions of where's the gray which i think as we've gotten older we see the gray just like mm-hmm. just like Bruce Wayne does. Oh, dude, that that that's so right. I mean, think of like George Reeves Superman too, right? Where it's yeah, you always get like that lesson of the day kind of at the end of the episode, right? I mean, that's what yep. Adam West's Batman kind of was, right? It's like it gives you Batman. Everybody loves Batman. It kind of it adapts the sitcom feel to it. It brings yep. Batman to the small screen, and it, it's like you know, it gives you like it gives you that sixty sitcom and it gives you Batman. It's like blended in together. And I always thought of it like. Batman Brave and the Bold, maybe if yep. that was ever like a live action, because that's essentially what it was too, right? It's right. a it's a happier Batman, it's maybe a little more campier Batman, but it's Batman having fun. Yeah. Um 
So I just, uh, I like that. I like, I like that you said that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, and the, the brave and the bold was very much based on like the, the 1950s, like ridiculous Dick spraying stuff. And um, that it, in that found a way to kind of modernize it. And, and there was, and all the vehicles in that show had like the red trim, just like the 66 show. Cause that, that most of those gadgets weren't necessarily based on the, the look of the comic books they were just created out of quote-unquote necessity because of like what they had available to them you know like you said before about that batmobile is iconic um so good and i i love going to cons where they have replicas of it and i always try to get a picture with it because i think it's i was like i've done this before but i don't care it's so cool like um like this is the kind of car that if I was a little bit braver and maybe had better security at my house, I would drive around, you know? <laughs> um, Absolutely. Um, oh, go ahead. <laughs> no. And then I was going to say, cause I actually, if it's okay, I would like to say this now cause sometimes my ADD will kick in and I'll forget, but you can tell like just the iconic history of like just Batman, the movie and the show in general, because what's being adapted right now, the Batman. Yeah. And what is, what, what was Matt Reeves doing for a whole year? Posting was, images of the bat, uh, the Batman the movie, Batman Six the movie. So yeah, yeah, this is like it's still like it still holds a place in like Batman history. It's not like gonna go anywhere. So I mean, yeah. that's why I respect Reeves so much because it's like I actually think the Batman is gonna. I I would hope so at least where maybe it kind of helps bring more people to Batman. Yeah, uh, sixty six the series and maybe the movie kind of get a little more appreciation for it because you can tell right i mean you're a batman guy. i mean the cowl looks like it's has a little adam west in it the car looks like it's going back to like that neil adams kind of vibe kind of like yeah. the tv show did so it's like we can deviate towards the history all we want but you know what it always comes back to where it all began it it's true because the you know that that batmobile is very much a, a real car that was made into the the batmobile um just like the, the Matt Reeves version is yep. very much just like a 1970s muscle car made into the Batmobile. Um, and, you know, and it even has three out of four of the same villains in it, you know? <laughs> um, How ironic. <laughs> yeah, which I, I didn't even, like, think, didn't put that together. I'm glad you brought that up until, you know, you, you uh, until you mentioned that. Um, but I remember that. I remember when he was, every now and then he would write, he would post something on Twitter, like, looking for inspiration or something like that. And he posted, like, the the Frank Gorshin costume and the Burgess Meredith costume and the Catwoman costume. And it was just like, and you know, fans as they do speculation goes wild. Like, Oh, like, are they going to be in the movie? And it's like, well, of course they're not going to be in the movie, you know? And then it's like, that would be too obvious. And it's like, no, no, he was telling us right from the get go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it's, so that is interesting that, but this also looks to be, was like I said before, like in, in the movie, in, uh, in the bat in Batman the movie, they're very much friends. You know, they're like hanging out, plotting evil schemes. Um, yeah. I, I'd almost be surprised if any of them interacted in the Batman. We don't know yet, um, yeah. like as of this recording. But it's it's interesting because the trailer sort of indicates that they're all independent of each other. Um, mm -hmm. uh, not like very the, long Halloweeny. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as opposed to um, them like just right from the get go teaming up, and maybe that is what's going to happen. Who knows? Um, but it's also interesting, something that the movie and the TV show always did was that I, not, I don't think many of the villains had an origin story, you know, and they certainly didn't in this movie. Yeah. Um, they didn't have like 
well, this is how she became Catwoman. This is how he, you know, started a life of crime as the Penguin. Um, mm. So it was just sort of like, oh, they're the Penguin. Like, okay, that's all you need to know. He's the bad guy. Um, and I, whereas in this movie, and Reeves even said at DC Fandom, you know, this is their origin. You know, she's not Catwoman yet. He's not the Riddler yet. And he's not even the Penguin yet. Um, mm. And, you know, and, and to be fair, he's barely Batman. <laughs> so to have that kind of cool um, middle of the story that we don't get sure. very often is, mm-hmm. you know, because you figured Michael Keaton, when he started, he was probably, you know, a few years into being Batman. Um, sure. um, and then Christian Bale went straight into, well, here's the origin. And then Ben Affleck, he straight up said he'd been Batman for at least 20 years. Yeah. Um, so I like that we're getting that here's the middle of the story that we don't get to see very often. Um, and I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, I can go on and on, obviously. <laughs> sure. Uh, no, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I'm always one where like we, we read comics, right? I mean, yeah. it's like sometimes you don't really need to tell the villain origin story, but sometimes it's okay. If you have a really good story to tell, like mm-hmm. the Joker movie to me played a really fine line. Yeah. Of, like, you had a good story to tell, but I mean, thank God you kind of, it's like, it's its own thing. It's, it's one and done. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, when you're watching the animated series, I'm not sitting there wondering like, Oh, how did he become the Joker? He's just a bad guy. Like, you know, yeah. it's sometimes you just got to say to yourself, there's good people in the world and there's just bad people in the world. And then there's Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yep. Um, that's, that's, that's a good way to put it. And you know, it's funny about that. And, um, is that I remember when the Joker movie was announced, I thought it sounded like the dumbest thing on the planet. I was like, you can't do Joker without Batman, you know, just shaking my yep. fist at the sky. Um, but then yep. uh, but then actually seeing it, and I've watched it several times, I'm like, oh, okay. So you can do it. You just have to be, you have to be careful with it. Unlike yep. the Venom movie, which, you know, I did not like at all. <laughs> um, just, I, I think they could have done it with Venom, but I was... Sure. But I was watching it, and I, you know, if you like it, you know, then that that's fine. But for me, I was watching, it and I was just like, "This is awful." Like, this yeah. isn't even like an entertaining movie to me. <laughs> um, but Venom looks cool. At least there's that. <laughs> but I am looking forward to the sequel because yeah. I love Woody Harrelson. So, hopefully, we can see that soon too, right? <laughs> <laughs> I sh- I should hope so. Um, right. I you know I don't to stay on that tangent for just a second. I don't. I don't mind the the Warner Brothers HBO Max plan. Um, it, I don't either. It, it's I get the concerns that some people in the industry have with like residual money and everything like that, which makes sense, you know, because it's one thing for the director and the actors; they got plenty of money. Uh, but mm. for you know some of the other guys, you know, they're they're paid fairly standard wages. Um, so that so all that I understand. Um, but at the same time, it's like. I just look at it like we're in unprecedented times. Like, so I, I think it was smart for Warner brothers to adapt to the, to the times a little bit, and it's not going to be permanent, obviously. Um, I'm, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll all get vaccinated soon. We'll be able to go back to cons and everything. And as I've been saying to all my out of town friends, I'm like, I, I, I hope that we get to all meet, you know, someday. And because uh, as much fun as this is through Zoom and everything, you know, when it works, as opposed to when it's being a dick, it has been all right so far. Um, but uh, it just, uh, it's like, yeah, but it's it's cool to like be in the same room with a bunch of people. And, you know, I'll never forget, um, you know, the times I went, you know, and I got to see 
first footage of the Dark Knight Returns movie and, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, and, and Kevin Conroy coming on stage and, um, and it's just like, and there's just like an energy in the room where everybody's just like, oh, that's Kevin Conroy, you know, and, yep. <laughs> and, you know, and talking about like uh, Batman, uh, you know, Return of the Cape Crusaders, when Adam West came on stage, it was the same thing. We were all just so excited and, and you could tell he was excited to be there. Yeah. It's like, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I, I miss those days, you know, <laughs> it oh, wasn't that long no, ago, yeah. but it, it wasn't that long ago, but it was long enough ago that we're all sort of going, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, what can we like, what can we always say? It's no matter what iteration of Batman we've had, every single iteration has managed to bring people together. Like the Batman 66 series bought a whole bunch of people together. Keaton bought everybody together. Bale bought everybody together. And I've even long said it. I'm pretty sure you, you're, you're kind of in maybe in the camp with me. I know, I know you're the one that also saw my tweet get a little controversy when I said, I mean, I stand by it. I don't think, I think the Batman is going to be that big event film again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in 2022, in the sense that you know what, we're all gonna show up on that matinee screening on that Thursday night or or whenever it is we go. Mm-hmm. We're gonna pack the theater. We're gonna have a great time. We're gonna lose our minds. We're gonna want to probably run through walls. We're gonna want to probably fight somebody. <laughs> and, you know, respectfully. I mean, hopefully it doesn't actually happen. But you know what I mean? Like, yep. you're gonna yeah. get you're gonna get jazzed up because it's Batman again. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I, you're a, I think you're 100 percent right there because there's. There's nothing quite like Batmania, you know, like yep. you, you watch the documentaries when the show was on and when the movie came out, um, you know, it's like Adam, you know, like, and Adam West even said the 60s were all about the three B's, Beatles, Bond and Batman. And, <laughs> and, and if you look at pop culture history, he's, he's definitely right about that. Um, but, uh, it, you know, and then Batmania came back in a big way with, um, uh, with, you know, the um, Michael Keaton Batman movie yep. you know it was the same thing where you know again watching those documentaries so you can just see the excitement people had just was off the charts um, it didn't quite happen for Batman Begins but it did happen for the Dark Knight yeah. um, and I think I think you're right it'll it'll happen for the Batman like everybody's just going to be you know we're all going to be wearing our t-shirts there's gonna be people in costume you know little kids are going to be jumping up and down um, it's why like you know when they and as much as I like the Titans show, I I don't care for the R rating on it because I'm like I'm like oh, yeah, I don't mind like a you know more mature take on Batman and Robin and everything. But at the same time, it's like I just feel like this. I want to watch this. You know, at the time at least, I was like I want to watch this with my nephews. You know, like and sure. and now I you know, mm-hmm. you know it's like and same with like uh, like my daughter. She'll be two pretty soon. Oh my oh, god, it should be awesome. should be too soon. <laughs> uh, some of those terrible twos are coming out, by the way. But anyway, uh, she, she um, so it's like so it's like yeah, I I can't really watch that with her now. But it's like, but there are there's like the DC superhero girls, and then there's Batman sixty six. You know, I can throw on you know one of those DVDs. You know, when she gets a little bit older, and she and I know she's just going to be like captivated by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that you know, there's, there's room for all of that. There's room for the family friendly Batman and there's room for the more dark and serious Batman, you know, like we grew up with like the dark and serious Batman and I think we turned out. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. 
Oh, I think so too. I mean, you know, you know what? To kind of like uh, harken back on your point too, it's you're kind of seeing the point you just made now with Superman, mm-hmm. where the Superman and Lois show on the CW, yeah, is uh, it's kind of really like toying around with people right now because although everybody wants Henry Cavill back or they want another live action Superman, however you fall in that in that camp, I mean, we all want Man Steel too, right? I mean, come on, right? I mean, that's like that's a given, right, uh, right. but it's. It's kind of testing everybody because it's it's not people are saying it's not the Superman I want, right? But I would argue that it's the Superman we kind of need right now because it's the one that we feel the most familiar with, yes, and the yep. one that maybe we're like kind of more accustomed to reading and seeing our whole life. Which to kind of take it back to '66 is Adam West's Batman. Mm-hmm. He's a Batman that feels familiar. He's a Batman that feels right in the way, and you know he's he's the Batman that most go to oftentimes in a time of need and comfort so yeah yeah very very well put my friend um that's uh <laughs> thank you it's yeah i i am very much looking forward to that show uh, i think it i think it looks fantastic it looks it doesn't look like the other cw shows which i think it has a lot going for it there um and it it you know, and I and I love the way you put that. That it's it's the it may not be the Superman we all want, but it is the one we need. You know, very you know Dark Knight kind of line there. Um, but uh, <laughs> but it's but you know I I think that you know, and you can tell that you know we're you know we're running in kind of the same circles. People are retweeting this, going, "Wow, this looks better than I thought it would." <laughs> and yep. and I was one of those. I was like, okay, like I was gonna watch it regardless because I I like Tyler Hecklin and Bitsy Tillich as Superman and Lois. But now I'm like really excited, like, oh, like this is where they're going with the story. Okay, I can get behind that. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I mean, we, we have an embarrassment of riches these days with superhero content. And I love that there's always gonna be room for Batman, you know, whether you want like the, an animated kind of, you know, like Brave and the Bold kind of goofy fun take, um, mm-hmm. you know, or the Adam West Batman, uh, which, is like you said of its time but in a strange way timeless you know because like i said kids can watch it and still get into it um or we can have our you know we can have our cake and eat it too with the dark and serious batman uh with robert pattinson which you know it's just march 4th 2022 can't get here fast enough (laughs) (laughs) no I'm, i'm with you you know and it's it's a testament too because now that we're sitting here like talk about it. I'm just like thinking how my mind's being blown that we actually had a live action Batman mm-hmm. television show with Batman and Robin with the villains. This wasn't little kid Bruce Wayne masquerading as you know as as you know little Wayne. I mean, it, it was, <laughs> this was a Batman live action show that we've never had since then. I don't think at least my. Hopefully my math's correct. So I mean, it's a testament to where it's like small screen, whereas years ago back then we thought Batman fit better on a small screen, you know. So and it's like yeah. you're seeing it now where I think HBO Max is kind of trying to replicate that a little bit, where it's you're gonna get the Batman and then you're gonna get this Batman-centric show. So I mean, I got to kind of tie our points all together. It's like everything, if you really think about it, is inspired by this iteration of mm-hmm. Batman. Yeah. You know, it's like, think of it, if the show wasn't this massive success, would we really have any of this? Right. I would argue no. I mean, maybe we wouldn't have the Keaton take. Maybe yeah. we would, maybe we wouldn't. But I would argue that, you know, Batmania, for, for me, 
you know, I wasn't around for Keaton, so I can't explain that. But growing up as a kid, it was Batman 66 and it was Batman the Animated Series. That was mm-hmm. Batmania for me. Yeah. So. No, uh, 100%. You know, I remember buying up all those animated series toys and, um, and you know, now I have like the McFarlane ones. So nothing's really changed in, in my 33 years of life. <laughs> oh, dude, uh, I, I remember going to Blockbuster every Friday and getting one VHS tape every Friday. Of of a Batman villain from the from the show. Oh I got a yeah! Collection. Oh my god, dude! It was like <laughs> it was it was like being a kid in a candy shop. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, I I'm right there with you. <laughs> yep. Um, Nick, this has been an absolute blast. Uh, oh, I'm I'm so glad that we uh, got to do this, and um, not too many scheduling snafus. Although I find it to be a good luck charm. If if we have to reschedule, <laughs> um, so I, I find that some of the best conversations come from a reschedule. <laughs> um, but um, so, let me see here. Um, if people want to find you out there in the uh, in the interwebs, where can they find you? Oh, you guys can uh, follow me on Twitter at PapaZ underscore 95. Uh, if you want to go follow my comics-related podcast, you can go follow Vigilante1939 on Twitter. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. You can uh, check out my film and TV reviews over at letsgopodcast.com. Mm-hmm. So thank you again so much again for having me on, and I truly enjoy talking about Batman with you. Um, yeah, for sure. It, it it definitely was a blast, and we'll, uh, you know, there's plenty of stuff coming up in the future here. We'll we'll get back we'll get back together for sure. Um, I'll Absolutely. probably have like a 18 episode arc on the Batman when it finally comes out. <laughs> you and me both, man. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I do recommend the Vigilante 1939 show. You guys, uh, you. you guys do a good Thank show you. over there. Um, it's it's fun to listen to and all that all that Italian passion, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Uh, so thanks uh, thanks again for joining me, and uh, to uh, to all of you out there, join us next week, same bat time, same bat channel, unless you are. If you're listening on Spotify, I guess you wouldn't turn to like Apple Podcasts unless you got a different phone. I mean, you, and also the times might be different. I'm really bad at releasing these. Anyway, well, I hope you like it. There you go.